0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the passing downs podcast i'm your host rahul and i'm here with pd pd say what's up what's up all right and we're gonna be back with another one of our qb room episodes we've been doing this series for a couple of episodes now uh if you guys want to go check those out uh go ahead uh we're starting from the worst qb rooms and just working our way up and obviously with only a couple episodes in we're still on. I guess the lower tier of QB rooms, you could say. Uh, the past episodes were the worst ones, but we're starting to get to some with a little bit more to them from last season and whatnot. Uh, this one, we're going to be starting off with the Broncos and Russell Wilson, and we're going to start dive- with diving into Russell Wilson's season last year. Uh, with that being said, PD, you want to jump right into Russell Wilson's season?
1: Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about who he is as a player, um, as a point of conversation um, before we get into this, because I think it's important for what we're doing here for the quote-unquote right-now ranking and the projection element of this. Um, In the past, Russell Wilson has been an all-time great deep ball thrower with the ability to scramble and make plays off play action, Um, but this always comes at the expense of leaving the pocket early um, having issues with consistency underneath and in the middle of the field. Um, and what we saw last season was an extreme departure uh, from what we've seen in seasons like 2020, 2019, and seasons before that, um, and more like what we saw post his hand injury in 2021, where um, his trait of ball control being extremely important to him with the way he pushes the ball down the field, um, that, that kind of element was was really lost from his game. Um, And we saw his accuracy really suffer um, on deep balls, short throws, you name it. Um, And his decision-making in a new situation where he had to really develop chemistry with his receivers um, and them not really being in the same kind of mold as players um, as DK Metcalf and and Tyler Lockett in terms of the way that they track the football. Um, I think that really hurt uh, his game. Um, And then beyond that, like... Uh, of course, the, the play calling was was poor from Nathaniel Hackett, and he didn't really take well to um, a kind of offense where he had to carry the load. Um, we saw a little bit of him being able to do that in 2020, albeit on, on a lower volume. Um, but he was playing more from the gun than, than years past, and it looked pretty good. Um, but now, with those declined physical traits in a new situation, it just all resulted into this this horrible, horrible season to watch. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just not not the most fun thing to go through every game um, for this episode. So what do you think of that um, and kind of what he is as a player at this point?
0: Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said, because I feel like last season was kind of a mix of a lot of things not going his way and combining into what was a pretty big disappointment of a season. Uh, as a Niners fan, I saw Russell Wilson on the Seahawks twice a year for a very long period of his prime and I can confirm what PD was saying a lot of his offense in his prime was doing stuff out of the system kind of just running around him being a small a shifty guy and just getting out of the pocket and making something happen and his receivers were always on the same page with him and with all this chaos going on he kind of thrived in that and was able to make a lot of like high level plays downfield and whatnot and when he came to the Broncos, I feel like they try to force him into being a very systematic, stay in the pocket type of type of quarterback. I feel like that's the type of quarterback, uh, Nathaniel Hackett had dealt with for uh, like a lot of his career, at least where where he had been successful, and that sort of system does not really work with Wilson. Uh, another thing that uh you did not mention that I feel like did affect him a lot, uh, for whatever reason, whether it was to stay healthy or to or maybe it just happened on its own, but Wilson had gained a lot of weight last year compared to a lot of his prior seasons, and I felt like even if it was to like make him stronger over the course of the season, maybe last, because he did have a little bit of injury issues uh, in 2021 and even a couple years prior a little bit, Uh, maybe he tried to bulk up a little bit to deal with that, but it clearly didn't help him. He was a lot less mobile than previous years. I feel like his accuracy and footwork is a little bit more out of whack because he wasn't used to like this sort of body and he just didn't look like the fluid athlete he was uh in Seattle and more most importantly uh, another thing you had mentioned is in Seattle he had great chemistry with his receivers coming to this new system uh he really didn't have much chemistry going with guys like Sutton, Judy, etc and all that playmaking sort of thing he was trying to uh, he was doing in Seattle that held that was pretty much the base of his entire career he it, he just wasn't on the same page with a lot of the Broncos receivers especially early in the year and i think a combination of all those things kind of made last season such a letdown uh however and we'll get into this later in the episode i'm sure a lot of it is things that like could be fixed and maybe we could see a, a different Wilson down the line. But as of what we saw last year and even a lot of the previous year, uh, a lot of things have not been going his way.
1: Yeah. It kind of speaks to the situation last year that um, I mentioned a bunch of factors and didn't even think about the weight. Um, and I, I believe he was also dealing with a partially torn hamstring, um, according to some reports at some point. Yeah. So um, yeah, the mobility, the mobility, as as kind of a function of the weight and the injuries is both causing a serious decline there. Um, But hopefully this year he can be healthy. And I know for a fact that the situation will be better because um, bringing in Sean Payton – and the upgrades to the offensive line and the receiving core through the draft and free agency, those are, those are pretty important. So um, let's start getting into these games from last year. So start with week one at Seattle, um, the quote-unquote revenge game, as it was called before the game was played, but it was anything but that. Um, Russ's stat line looks okay, but it was incredibly bust for the entire game. Um, he made one or two explosive plays outside of structure where he pushed the ball down the field, but um two turn plays both of them pr- being pretty disastrous um the one in particular that annoyed me was um he was throwing kind of a fade to the back of the end zone uh down the left sideline towards the end of the half and just like the ball control issues like as we were talking about earlier like just really really bad ball hangs up for forever comes up totally short of his receiver and um he puts it in in the hands of his receiver or he put, puts it in the hands of the defender. Um, for an easy pick, but Fender drops it. Um, the other turnover you play where he's kind of trying to force the ball to a running back on a scramble play, but um, that one wasn't as horrible process-wise. This one was um, horrible execution-wise, and um, Denver kind of ended up losing because of that lack of consistency. So, um, yeah, tough game for, for the first one.
0: Yeah, this definitely was marketed as that revenge game, as you were talking about, especially because... Uh, Russell Wilson's time in Seattle did not necessarily end well. It was kind of was a rocky path to end. And this game, a lot of people kind of felt like maybe it was a feel out game for Russell Wilson, because obviously in a new system with a completely new offense, uh, things are not going to go smoothly right out of the gate. But unfortunately for Wilson, this was more of a preview of the rest of the season than it was a rocky start that they smoothed out going down the line. And like you said, his stats did look decent in this one, uh, especially because he did have some explosive plays. I believe he had like a 70-yard pass to Jerry Judy in this one. And there were some plays here and there that showed flashes of, okay, maybe they could make this work. But overall, this offense just looked very rocky from the jump. His accuracy was better in this one than a lot of his other games going forward, but still not what we saw in Seattle. Uh, he didn't really have a connection with any of his receivers. A lot of his passes went to, like, checkdowns to Javante Williams. Uh, it wasn't really fluid offense, and the only way they were moving downfield was short passes to kind of get a couple yards here and there. Uh And it really wasn't the Russell Wilson we saw of old because of how much of his offense was built upon, you know, scrambling around, finding a big play. He wasn't doing that whatsoever. He was kind of just sitting in the pocket and bailing early to the check down a lot of the time. And it was very, very concerning. And it only got worse as the season progressed
1: do want to minorly disagree with um the accuracy point um i think so for me he's at like 53 percent per pass rate which is below league average but um i think the completion percentage is lying because there were a number of really very well um very well executed catches on the receivers part especially there's this one play where um his tight end i forgot who it is just reaches out with one arm and grabs it on a pass that shouldn't be catchable so um, that's just kind of boosting his completion percentage and stats in that regard. Um, but yeah, rough game uh, for him for the first one. And let's move on to the next one. Where um, the first game against Houston, um, man, this this was a really rough watch. the The, the rhythm of the offense was just horrible. Um, he didn't put the ball in harm's way in this one, but like, or he 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 does have an interception that isn't his fault, but um, he didn't particularly put the ball in harm's way in this one. But man. Just absolutely nothing going on. Um, just couldn't establish a rhythm at all. Missing a number of throws. It, it was it was really horrible to watch. This, this game was tough.
0: Yeah, this game was when I think people started to really hit the panic button on this team. Because with the Texans being a pretty terrible defense this year. Uh, this was the, supposed to be the game they got things together after what was a slow start in Seattle. And they certainly did not because honestly, they kind of had to go away from Russell Wilson in this game because of how poor the passing offense got. Once again, he was pretty terrible accuracy-wise, a lot worse than he was the previous week. And they did have a solid run game going, but aside from that, they had pretty much nothing going on offense. The only real receiver Russell Wilson kind of seemed to get a connection with in this one was Cortland Sutton. But aside from that, it was a lot more... Of kind of like last game, a lot of check downs, a lot of just quick passes, getting rid of the ball. He wasn't spreading the ball out whatsoever. Uh, it was just another rough one, especially in a game where it seemed to me they had plenty of opportunities with this, how bad and lack of talent the Texans' defense had. I did feel like he had a lot of open receivers that he was just missing time and time again. And this was even more concerning to me because... One thing I never really doubted going into the season as like oh uh, bad Russell Wilson, maybe physically at this point with his age and injuries, et cetera, I never really doubted him mentally, but this game really brought that into question. It started to uh, seem like he, was on, uh, he wasn't confident in, in himself, which I felt like it was a theme going throughout the season, but this is the first time I really saw that.
1: Yeah, that can kind of show up in new schemes, um, with with new supporting casts, um, but he kind of like he kind of shows a bunch of discomfort when he is asked to be a volume dropback passer from the gun and and not like a low volume guy who can work off play action and stuff like that. Um, he really really does want to be like that low volume high efficiency type, um, which is good for for high end teams, but not necessarily the greatest for lifting these low end teams and. Um, that kind of like the, the, the bottom really does and uh, really tend to fall off um, when, when that element is missing. Now, he used to be able to be able to be a playmaker from the gun. And that was his kind of um, ability to lift the offense um, in that sense. But yeah, he, he just really has trouble when he's asked to be his own type of guy at this point um so yeah speaking of that um and and the trouble with the low or the higher volume games um, let's move to the san francisco game but oh boy um he does make one nice throw and um yeah it doesn't put the ball in harm's way in this one but dude the the consistency element is just is just totally horrible not even really pushing the ball down the field in this one um no rhythm at all just like this was this was this was really tough to watch but to be fair this is a really good defense so I'm like not shocked that they had trouble um, pushing the ball down the field, but yeah, just another rough game to start the season.
0: Yeah, with this being a Niners game, I obviously had watched this closely from start to finish, and I have to say, this is one of the worst showcases I'd seen offensively ever as an NFL fan from both sides of the field, but the focus on the Broncos side of the field, yeah, this was an absolutely dreadful performance to watch. It looked like Russell Wilson had no idea what he was doing. Uh, he seemed to have no real connection with any of his receivers here. He kind of just dropped that and released the ball as soon as he could. There was countless. <laughs> <coughs> There's countless times I remember where I was just confused as to what he was thinking, what he was doing. He didn't even attempt to attack the ball downfield. And with the Niners' front de- uh, front seven being very, very good, this was a game where the run game was not necessarily working. And like you said, they had to rely on Russell Wilson as a volume drop back passer. And once again, we were confirmed that that's just not something he can do because without the ability to run around, kind of make something happen in the open field, he just wasn't able to dissect the defense and find anything really further than like, five, six yards downfield, aside from when Cortland Sutton just wiped his defenders and got wide open. There were a couple of situations there where he was able to get get the offense going a little bit there. But still, there wasn't a single fluid drive this entire game, I felt like, for Russell Wilson. uh, Just pretty awful overall.
1: All right. Let's turn it around a little bit by going to the next week where this is one of his best games of the season bizarrely enough even though it's not even that great um um, he makes uh, a few really really nice throws in this game a couple early and then one amazing one late where he um breaks contain and pushes the ball way down the field um, for an explosive completion um yeah they were they were kind of able to keep him below a certain threshold in terms of dropbacks and his efficiency was really good um, didn't put the ball in harm's way. I was kind of impressed with his play. He did take a few sacks, and I thought a couple of them were his fault. But, um, yeah, still, still a really strong game and one where he really did give his team a chance to win.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, you're right in saying this was probably one of the few, I guess, bright spots, you could say, of a very rough season for him because this was one of the few games we kind of got to see the Russell Wilson of old accuracy. And one thing that I really liked about Prime Russell Wilson is he was really able to distribute the ball to like anybody on the team, even though he did have his favorite receivers. And this is one of the only games I felt like he did do that. He wasn't really targeting Sutton or Judy. It was just he was finding his guys open and hitting them. He was actually pushing the ball downfield. Uh this was another game, though which I felt like, and this is a common theme throughout the season uh where because of how stiff and maybe inathletic he is at this point in the year, I feel like he was sitting in the pocket a bit too much, taking sacks or pressure that he didn't necessarily have to do, but this was one of the games where he was actually decent at mad- managing it well, and I do think it has to do a lot with the fact that he didn't have to drop back thirty plus times he was able to kind of just pass the ball as many times as he wanted to and make do with that. And another thing I was impressed with this one is the run game was pretty much non-existent once again in this game. And he still made things happen. And that's something you expect out of Russell Wilson. That's something they had traded so much in assets and given him such a big contract for his games like this. Uh, where the offense isn't necessarily going as a whole, clicking for him to make things happen, and he did do that. And granted, this was a pretty bad Raiders defense as well. I felt like this was kind of a, maybe a, for the standards of a Broncos-Raiders game, a shootout kind of game, and he did have a lot of holes in the defense to exploit. Uh, But with that being said, he still did his job. Uh, I was slightly impressed by his performance here.
1: All right, let's move on to the next one, where we will agree that we are not going to be impressed. Um, oh, yeah, this definitely. one. I think this is the worst game of his season. Um, it's it's so bad. Um, he missed a number of throws in this game against the Colts, um, put the ball in harm's way five times. It's only punished for them with two interceptions, um, but had another two that were dropped, um, had a horrible fumble. Four sacks, all of them his fault, just, just – I mean, I don't even uh, the, the last play of the game. I don't even like. I don't even know what he's doing. Um, there's an interception in a critical time where they need a score, and he just fires it in the end zone, and it's behind his receiver, and it gets intercepted. Like, like his his decision making this one was just horrid. Um, I, I yeah, I don't have anything else to say. It's it's it was it was bad.
0: Yeah, I I don't have much to help him out here. This was quite easily, in my opinion, the worst game of the season. And I'll dive a little bit more into that last play of the game you're talking about, because it went pretty viral on Twitter and across the NFL world because of how ridiculous it was. If I remember correctly, this was the play where he had a wide open receiver right over the middle of the field for a touchdown to win this game, I believe, in overtime. And instead, he just passed it away somewhere else, and just completely threw away the game. Uh, And even before that, there were countless times where he was just throwing the ball in harm's way. His accuracy was awful. This was a prime example of what I was talking about earlier in the season where it just seemed like he had lost his confidence completely because this Colts team at this point in the year was not good at all. Their offense was also just very stagnant and The Broncos somehow managed to outmatch them in being even more stagnant because of how Russell Wilson was. There were a bunch of balls in the dirt in this one. I I was absolutely confused what he was doing. And like you mentioned, he took four sacks once again uh, after taking three sacks the previous week. He looked really stiff in the pocket, not really moving around. Uh, I think this is the type of game where pretty easily prime Russell Wilson would have made something happen. Uh, just run around and found a way to win this game. Even though this wasn't Russell Wilson at his best, uh, he would have figured a way out to just perform late in the game. But because of how much his confidence has been shot, because of how much his health is just not there at, at this point, even uh, in his career, hopefully it improves Uh, in future years but throughout this season this was more of what he looked like and this was probably the bottom point of it uh very very awful performance
1: yeah i mean you referenced the other side matt ryan is a free agent and won't be making our list so that should tell you um how little
0: the offense really
1: needed to do to win this game and they they clearly did not meet the bar even then um so let's move on to the string of road games that he plays so um, the next one against the Chargers, this one started off really good. He was making plays down the field um, pretty nicely, and then it just really started to go south. Um, he hit a string of incredibly poor rhythm, and um, the offense just couldn't get anything going in terms of completions uh, for a long stretch there. It took four sacks, a couple of them his fault. Just, um, it, just it just spiraled out of control really fast. Um, and going against someone who will rank very highly um on the other side it was just a sh- sharp contrast in um where these two franchises are in terms of their quarterback rooms and uh yeah it was it was a rough game again in this one
0: yeah this was kind of a funny game to watch i felt like cuz it was like two completely contrasting teams because I felt like Justin Herbert absolutely carried the Chargers here uh when their the Broncos defense was playing absolutely incredible and his supporting cast was not necessarily the best in this one whereas the Broncos had almost everything else going for them except Russell Wilson it was it was kind of interesting to see that And though it was an improvement from last week, I think it was a bit of a stretch in where you said he was really good early on. I think he was solid. He had that one impressive about 40 yard touchdown pass to Dolchich earlier in this, uh, early in this game. And uh, just a couple of good drives in that first quarter to get started where you might've thought, Oh, he shook off from what happened, you know, previous weeks, especially just last week. But then we started to see more of that Russell Wilson of old. I felt like all four sacks in this one once again was his fault. We still saw that stagnant, not really mobile Russell Wilson once again. And his accuracy after that pretty solid first quarter, first half-ish, once again dropped off quite a bit. We saw a lot more of that Uh, just not really know what, what he's doing Russell Wilson coming in that second half. And even though early on he seemed to have some good connection with a couple of receivers, he se- he just didn't go back to them for whatever reason. And I feel like the Broncos almost were forced to take the ball out of his hands consistently because of how bad he was. It was a lot of just for early downs running and then hoping he does something late downs on in a third long situation and just relying heavily on their defense to keep them in this game. And really, they just needed Russell Wilson to string together one good drive, maybe five to six solid passes together, get them downfield to win them this game. And for the life of him, he couldn't do it. It was disappointing to see.
1: Yeah, um, so he misses the next game. Um, with injury, kind of trying to take care of a hand injury, the the hamstring injury that he was dealing with, so he comes back for a game in London against Jacksonville. Um, and this game, he played pretty well, I thought. So um, he does put the ball in harm's way a couple of times, but a number of really well thrown intermediate passes, a number of um, really well thrown deep passes, one of which was an incredible tight window throw. Um, And the sacks that he took in this game weren't as bad as the previous game, I thought. Um, Just a point um, before I pass it over to you to talk about this game, um, about his sacks. So um, he has a thing where, I don't know what it is, like a communication issue or a scheme issue, but um, the offensive line and him do not seem to be on the same page about where to slide and stuff like that. Um, There's a number of plays where... Um, they're going in like a totally weird direction and he's act very quickly. And it's more so than other teams. And um, it would be fine if he was able to build them out without a structured playmaking, but he can't. And it just it just really bothers me when when that happens. Um, I forgot to touch on it the last game, but it really did show up that, that previous game.
0: Actually, that's an interesting point you bring up because I think I, I have solid perspective on this because I feel like this was something Russell Wilson kind of did throughout his career where he would kind of rush and run around in the pocket wherever he felt like, regardless of in which direction the line was blocking. Uh, but I and I think that kind of added to the chaos and misdirection and like unpredictability of Russell Wilson in the open field and making all those crazy plays. But I think the reason it worked in Seattle and early in his career or throughout his prime was because he was so elusive and great at. Making a defensive lineman just absolutely miss sacks and embarrass them. There's countless times where I saw Russell Wilson in Seattle just embarrass defenders in the backfield, run around and either scramble for a couple of yards or find someone downfield. It's just kind of his thing almost to do that sort of thing. But here in Denver, yes, him and his offensive line not only didn't have the chemistry that he may have had in Seattle. But also, he just wasn't the athlete that he was back in Seattle. And he was trying to do that same sort of thing where just run around wherever and figure out what, what he's going to do. Just make a football play. But he just doesn't have the athleticism and ability to do that anymore. And I think that really showed in a lot of these games, uh, including this one. Once again, taking a high amount of sacks, not something you want to see out of him. Uh, And when I keep mentioning how he looks immobile and like rigid, this is this is what I'm talking about him. Just even though he wants to run around and make a play, he just couldn't do it because it's just not something he can do at this point in his career. Uh, But with that being said, I will give him his flowers a little bit in this game, because this was once again, one of the few games he kind of got himself back on track. Uh, I think with this being a London game without many people watching, it was a good one for. Russell Wilson to kind of get his head together and figure things out and though I wasn't majorly impressed by this this game uh, he did a lot of things that we haven't seen in previous games most importantly we saw him be able to take his team downfield in the fourth quarter where again in the second half I didn't necessarily think he had things going for a lot of it But he kind of put that aside and was able to lead his team downfield and score a touchdown to win them this game. Uh, Even though he wasn't impressive most of the game, I'll give him that. Uh, And his accuracy had improved in this one compared to other games. And another thing, I was impressed with his last good game, and he kind of did it again in this one. Maybe not so much as the other one, but he spread the ball out a lot in this one. And that's when Russell Wilson is at his best. Uh, With his accuracy, he should be able to get the ball to anybody on his team. And he isn't necessarily the guy that's going to pinpoint one receiver and keep going to them. And I felt like he was doing that in this one. Even with Cortland Sutton kind of getting locked up, not having his best performance, he was able to put together good drives, have solid accuracy. But I think his inability to just accept that He's at a different point in his career and can't do what he was doing back in Seattle. Held him back a little bit once again.
1: Yeah, um, I, I feel like with Russ and, and the one receiver thing, like he, he he kind of wants to have a receiver that he can go to. I, I think of like him and Doug Baldwin and him and Tyler Lockett and then the addition of like DK Metcalf where he has two guys he can go to. Um, I think he's best when he has someone who can, like, really track the deep ball and um, maybe create some separation. Um, And I've I've kind of talked about my gripes with with Jerry Judy on this, but he can go deep. The problem is that when he tracks the football, he doesn't aggressively pursue the football while it's in the air. He kind of just expects it to be perfectly thrown every time. Um, So that probably is an issue for Russ. Where Tyler Lockett has a really good sense for how to like carve out an angle to to go get the football, um, and then Sutton like I, I don't Sutton is like kind of a guy who who doesn't create as much separation um, when the ball is thrown. He's more of like a separate at the catch type of guy. Um, and Russ isn't really the best for that. He's like he doesn't really he wants to see a guy kind of open and, and then throw it. Um yeah so so good points there. Let's Feel look at this plays. Tennessee. Uh, I, oh oh, oh god. Yeah, go for it. Go for it.
0: I was going to say yeah, I, I do agree like with most quarterbacks. He does enjoy or prefer to have one guy he can go to consistently and maybe he didn't necessarily have that uh in Denver. But what I'm trying to say even in Seattle when he did have a guy like Doug Baldwin that he could go to consistently consistently mm-hmm he was at his best when he was scrambling and just kind of finding anybody. And in that Seattle offense, they had a bunch of guys who were just in the same sort of wavelength as Russell Wilson. And when when he was scrambling, just finding anybody, he was able to go to pretty much anybody on that field who was in space and could just go to them. And I feel like what I'm trying to say with the Denver is he just really didn't have that. And in some of these games where he's been good, if you look at the receiving numbers, there isn't necessarily one guy who is, you know, taking over for him. Even if it was Cortland Sutton who's leading the leading the team in receiving yards, he still targeted a whole bunch of people. And I think that's just when he's at his best, when he is able to just be on the same page with everybody and go to anyone on the field.
1: Yeah, that's kind of tied to the ability to be in this game because he has like a bunch of these throws to like flats to tight ends and running backs and stuff like that. Um, and it does keep right. people involved and t- keep the defense on their toes. And um, yeah, when he, when he can buy into a scheme that works off like play action and bootlegs and stuff like that, um, that is probably when he's at his best. So that does make sense. Um, let's move on yeah. to the next game. Week 10 uh, against Tennessee, man. Oh, bad. this was bad. This is probably, this is probably the second worst game of the year, in my opinion. Um, just horrible rhythm um for the entire offense he's trying to push the ball down the field and it's not really working puts the ball in harm's way three times um through the air and has a fumble as well six sacks in this one a number of them his fault just yeah just doesn't seem to be totally engaged with the structure of the offense the structure itself is pretty bad um yeah i mean this is this is horrible offense do not watch this if you if you're an enjoyer of good offense
0: yeah, I pretty much agree with the most of what you said there. This was a, another one ca- kind of like we've talked about with some of the other games earlier in the season where this was kind of just an atrocity of offense. And I feel like his yard stats look a little bit better because early in the second he did have like a wide open, I believe it was uh, Jalen Virgil, who caught a pretty deep pass and he hit him wide open down the sideline, wasn't particularly a tough pass to make. But granted, he did hit him in stride and that led to a big touchdown play. But aside from that one play, I didn't really see much from Russell Wilson pretty much the rest of the game that impressed me whatsoever. And I feel like this was a prime example of what we were saying earlier, where when you asked Russell Wilson to... Just be the main engine of this offense and be a high volume passer. He just can't do it because once again, this the Titans' defense had a pretty good front seven. They were able to shut down the run, and without Javante, kind of the run game got pretty meek at this point in the year for Denver, and they really had to rely on Russ to make any sort of offense work. And you know, it was pretty terrible. His accuracy was off once again. He took six sacks, which even if you want to take the blame away from him for like one or two of them, that is pretty ridiculous. And I think this is one of those games where more than other ones, he really tried to like make something happen because of how much this offense was getting boxed in. And once again, he just couldn't do it because that's just not the type of quarterback he is at this point in his career. And he was just trying to do too much, taking way too much pressure, way too much sacks and he just couldn't get things going. Uh, There were a bunch of times where I felt like because he was getting hit so much, because his confidence was a little shaken, he was just dumping it off to his running backs or like short receivers, wasn't really even thinking about pushing the ball downfield whatsoever. And it was just a flurry of three and outs or just drives ending on their sides of the field with punts. Uh, just very, very awful offense.
1: All right, let's move on to the next one. This one is this one is tough um, because I thought he played a pretty clean and efficient game with a couple of really nice throws down the field, uh, but couldn't really get too much impact because um, overall the average depth of target was really low. Um, they weren't scheming stuff up to for him to push it down the field uh, with consistency, um, and yeah. Th- that kind of just led to a low-scoring day overall, but I thought he played pretty well, um, and this loss f- felt like, for me, that it felt mo- f- fell mostly on the coaching staff. Um, yeah, I-, I-, I felt bad for him this one, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, to me, this game was, I feel like, the first sign of the Broncos kind of giving up on the Russell Wilson. They expected to come in because... The way they ran offense in this game, to me, was significantly different to how they were playing early in the year. Because I think early in the year, they wanted to give Russell Wilson the reins, let him kind of do his thing. Because obviously in Seattle, that was that was what he did. It was just give Russell the, Wilson the ball and uh just let him play, make, let him do what he needs to do after seeing nine weeks of him just clearly not being that guy, I felt feel like in this one they switched up the offense to, I guess, fit his mold more to what he was at this point in his career, which is he kind of needs to get rid of the ball pretty soon and short because he just can't make those deep ball passes consistently and just isn't making those big plays. And I the only way I can put it is they did kind of give up on him a little bit uh, in this game. And I think they went a bit too far because like you said, they weren't even attempting to pass the ball downfield whatsoever. And it was a lot of just short passes, get the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands, let your playmakers do their thing. uh, And yeah, I also agree that they kind of let Russ down in this one because this was one of his better performances, accuracy wise, this entire season. And once again, the run game really didn't have anything going, uh, which was a common theme once Javante Williams got injured. And he still was able to, despite having a little bit higher volume passing, still kind of maintain his regular accuracy. He was finding his guys. He was. I feel like he was doing a good job of breaking down that Raiders defense, but they just didn't trust him really. And I think that's what ultimately cost them.
1: All right, the next game is is tough, man. Um uh this one's against Carolina and man, the offense again can't get into any sort of rhythm. Um he does face a number of drops in this one where um if the receiver caught it, it would have been an explosive play on a couple of them. So, um that does hurt his stats quite a bit, but yeah, his his management of the pocket in this one, his management of pressure um yeah, just just really poor. Um Three sacks, all of them his fault. For me, yeah, I, I, I just it, this one was tough to watch.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I'm starting to sense a little theme here with a lot of these games down the stretch being very, very tough, and this was certainly one of them. And honestly, I feel like you let him off the hook a little bit because I thought he was pretty damn awful in this one, especially considering we talked about with the Matt Ryan one. He's up against Sam Darnold in this one, who will very likely be a third-string quarterback this season. And he did not look better or even better at all than him. He was pretty awful in this one, I got to say. And once again, I think this was one of his worst accuracy performances throughout the year. I feel like he, was, he wasn't he was able to get literally anything going aside from just checkdowns here and there and you started him go. Uh, you started to see him go back to which w- what we saw early in the season, where it was just hoping for Cortland Sutton to get open, and if that wasn't there, he's just checking it down to literally whoever he can find. You see, if you look at the box score, you see so many people with one, two pass catches for a couple of yards. And watching the game, you'll see why. It's because what as soon as the first read was gone, he was just dumping it off to whoever he could find. Not a single attempt to pass the ball downfield, uh, considering how few yards he has in this one. Even the box score shows it. Uh, and this was just another example of the Broncos offense getting literally nothing going. Another flurry of three and outs. Uh, what Once again, a disappointing performance.
1: All right, let's move on to the next one where um, in this game, Lamar gets injured. So uh, the Broncos are going up against a very, very poor offense. And... I thought Russ played a really efficient game, um, where he was able to make explosive plays down the field. Um, they were able to move the ball through the air, but, um, the offense overall still could not get anything going. Um, this one, not really Russ's fault though, because the supporting cast in this one just really like really could not get anything going. Um, he, like I said, made a couple of explosive plays down the field, um, that really helped his efficiency. Um, but really like when when the run game is is this poor um it's tough to really get anything going on offense and especially when you keep going to it um because you don't want your quarterback to get into that high volume situation like yeah it's 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 tough to win that way
0: yeah i think this game kind of touches on what i said with the not last game but the game before that where they've tweaked the offense completely and in this one it didn't seem like it was cuz of a lack of trust in him but just an overall change in how how they're going to deal with Russell Wilson at this point in his career because it seemed like he was a lot more comfortable in the running the offense the way the Broncos did it in this one. And I felt like he took significantly less pressure in this one compared to a lot of pretty much every other game he had up till this point in the season he even took less sacks in this one it felt like he was a lot more comfortable in his play in this one and once and even more they didn't give him a high volume of passes either and granted that was probably because of the nature of the game uh like pd said lamar went out early and it was kind of a competition with terrible offenses and good defenses going back and forth so that's probably why he had such few pass attempts Uh, however this was still a very comfortable game for wilson uh he seemed a lot more settled in he was a lot more accurate than before uh we even saw a couple of runs from him which you really didn't see from him throughout the season uh given his age and injury history at this point Uh, and even though the run game was not working for them whatsoever, Russ was still able to make his throws and I agree the receivers kind of let him down in this one, but granted, this was a very good Baltimore defense. Their secondary at this point in the season was very much on point. So I can't even blame them too much, but zero yards from a guy like Cortland Sutton is unacceptable. Uh, he did kind of get let down a little bit. It was almost a reverse to his previous weeks where he let the team down.
1: All right, let's go to the next week where, um, against Kansas City. So this one started off disastrous. It was, it was a very bad start with, um, on the other side going against the MVP, um, a guy who spoiler will rank very high on this list in Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah, it was a sharp contrast in how those two were playing, but. Um, In the second half, he really turned it up. Um, A number of good runs, um, making explosive plays here and there. They were on the doorstep of maybe completing a massive comeback. Um, But then Russ got injured with a concussion and um, went out of the game. So um, he played okay. Bad start with a decent attempt to make up for it. um, Results in an okay type of game for me. But uh, yeah, another injury in this one. Had to go out and miss the next week as well. So yeah tough for him
0: yeah so this game was the complete opposite of what we had been seeing in the last couple weeks where they were trying to make him more comfortable change up the offense this looked like they just kind of threw out russ out there and said like do your thing once again and there are some aspects which i liked some aspects which i didn't like for one once again he took a lot more pressure and six sacks again ridiculous from him and i think it is because they did kind of just Let him go out there, play, make, do his thing. And like we said, at this point in his career, that's not necessarily something he can do consistently. consistently. And that's why he had that. That's why that injury happened. It's because that's just not something he can do at this point in his career. But granted, because they kind of cut the leash... We saw a lot more of the old Russell Wilson, and I was impressed with a lot of what they did on offense uh, this game because of that. Once again, you saw him spread the ball out because he was able to kind of get in the open field, find whoever downfield in space, make plays, and even within the pocket, he had a bunch of impressive uh, touchdown passes to Jerry Judy. Uh, I think this was a combo of a lot of things He was good at, along with a lot of things he was bad at, mixed into one game. Uh, And normally we wouldn't see when he's getting this much pressure and dealing with all that. We wouldn't see the type of accuracy we saw in this one, the type of uh, well-delivered passes. So it was almost like he turned back the clock a little bit. And like you said, if he hadn't gotten injured, we might have seen the full complete game for Russell Wilson where he brought them back despite a tough start. I believe that interception was pretty early on and uh, it put them in a bad spot, but he clawed them back. Uh, A lot of good offense here and the Chiefs definitely gave them the opportunity to come back. Mahomes made a lot more mistakes than he did pretty much throughout the year entirely uh, with the Broncos defense being as good as it is. They forced a lot of mistakes for him, Shut shut him down in the second half and Russell Wilson was able to take advantage for sure uh but even though despite there is all that good there was still a lot of the bad and that is what ended up injuring him and costing him some time on the field which is unfortunate
1: yeah so he ends up missing the next game um and yeah a tough tough break for him so we'll move to yeah. the week 16 game uh christmas day game against the rams just speed through this one it it's like it's 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 pretty disastrous, like. Um, puts the ball in harm's way three times, all of them interceptions. Um, yeah, couldn't really get much going. Puts the ball, um, pushes the ball down the field a couple of times for decent plays. But yeah, I, you, <laughs> this is this is the game that got Hackett fired. So um, yeah, that should tell you all you need to know.
0: Yeah, this game was pretty atrocious. And this game was, for whatever reason, in uh, it was a primetime game. I'm pretty sure it was Monday Night Football. And this game, Russell Wilson was so bad. It had people thinking Baker Mayfield was back and that he was a god. Uh, We talked about him already in a previous episode. Go check that out if you haven't already. And Russell Wilson was on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I feel like those three picks he had was absolutely his fault. Uh, I think, once again, they try to replicate what he did in the Chiefs game a couple weeks ago where they let him have the reins do his thing. He still took a lot of pressure, took a lot of sacks. And my God, this time he did not have uh, the Russell Wilson of old in terms of accuracy and whatnot, uh, because it was pretty dreadful. Like I said, plenty of times the ball was in harm's way. Accuracy was bad. He ended up getting benched in this one. He tried to really pass it to only two guys in Judy and Sutton, which, like I said, that's not really when he's at his best. He was just forcing them the ball. uh, And just terrible offense. Again, they weren't able to push the ball downfield, a lot of punts on their own side of the field. Uh, And they the this Rams offense, which is pretty bad, especially at this point in the year, was able to put 51 points on this Broncos defense, which was arguably one of the best in the league, even at this point. And that kind of goes to show how bad this Russell Wilson-led offense was. I feel like it was so bad that even the d- rushing game could not get going. Uh, yeah, I think I'd put this game up there with another one of his worst of the year. I know we have a lot of those contenders at this point, but I think this was up there too.
1: Yeah, for me, he does make this one explosive play that keeps him out of there. But uh, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty bad. It's it's pretty horrible. Um, for any other quarterback, this would be down there for them. Um. So let's move on to the next game uh, against Kansas City in a tough weather game. Um, I thought he was kind of average in this one. does have a bad turnover The play for the interception, but um, yeah, he was able to kind of get into a rhythm with the Broncos really letting him down with a couple of drops. Um, The play-action game was kind of working a little bit uh, in this one, and despite the high-volume game, he was able to be like – pretty average um the sacks that he took were bad and that's what's holding him back from being this from this being a good game in my opinion but yeah not not horrible it is is what i'd say
0: yeah this game and this next game that we're about to talk about has given pretty much all broncos fans i've talked to hope because as pd mentioned with that last game that was the game that got nathaniel hackett fired and as soon as he was out of the picture russell wilson looked a lot more comfortable and a lot more like he knew what he was doing. I'm not really sure what Nathaniel Hackett had him doing that was making him so uncomfortable and so in unconfident in the way he was playing, but I won't say it looked night and day, but he definitely looked like a completely different player in this one. And once again going up head to head with one of the best teams in the league. Uh, I was impressed with that. Once again, he was spreading the ball out a lot. And this time it wasn't just checkdowns and whatnot. He was actually getting the ball a little bit downfield, not necessarily attacking deep, but attacking that middle range of the field, which is honestly where he attacks a lot, when he really gets going. And that's what opens up the deep shots for him too. I think that's a very crucial part of his game that he kind of rediscovered in this one. Uh, but once again, we saw the common theme of him taking a lot of pressure, taking a lot of facts. Uh, that might be something we just have to expect out of Russell Wilson at this point in his career. Uh, and yeah, he still looked immobile and whatnot. But his accuracy was definitely pro- probably one of the better ones, uh, better games of his entire season, I felt like. He was actually breaking down this defense and getting the ball to whoever was open. And this was even more impressive because he really beat the Chiefs defense without having to get out of the pocket and make things happen. I feel like he was really dissecting them from the pocket, which at this point in his career, that might be like his best bet at having successful offense uh, and maybe just the style that Nathaniel Hackett was providing just wasn't for him because, to me, he looked like a clearly different player in this one. And to me, it got even better this next week.
1: Yeah, so you, you mentioned the sacks. This is his second highest sack rate or tied for, for uh, relative to the league for his career. Um, so, yeah. yeah, pretty pretty rough in terms of taking sacks. So, um, yeah, hopefully this, this new regime with, with Peyton can kind of um, help put him in a better situation. And speaking of a better situation, my God, um, his week 18 performance, this was this was awesome to see. Um, the interception that he threw wasn't his fault, in my opinion. Um, but, like, the explosive plays that he was making down the field and the way he, he looked like he was in rhythm, despite the fact that he wasn't uh, completing uh, as, as many passes as um, you maybe would expect with, with the completion percentage, but, like... The, the, the goal of the Broncos offense in this game was to really push the ball down the field. And man, did he do that with, with some ferocity. Um, a number of explosive plays that were really impressive. This one that I wanted to highlight um, towards the end of the half where he breaks the pocket and throws an absolute bomb to Jerry Judy, drops it in the bucket down the sideline. That was an awesome play. Looks very much like a vintage rust to Tyler Lockett type of play. Um, and yeah, like, this is the type of thing that we might expect to see next year with Sean Payton, where uh, Payton putting some more like um, more of a plan for giving Russ more of a plan um, to work through rather than asking him to be Drew Brees um, at times with, with Nathaniel Hackett. Like I think that this type of offense would be a much better suited for Russell Wilson. And um, yeah, it, it looked a lot better in this one.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll jump into that Sean Payton offense stuff in a bit, but I what I was saying with last week's game, man, Russell Wilson looked night and day in this game once again, because I was saying earlier, he looked like a completely different player in this one without Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know what was going on there, but my God, was it... Uh, it was completely different. And you finally saw Russell Wilson in his element because this was the type of game he wants, where you need you have a successful run game going. Uh, I, he had a successful run game going. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, could we pause real quick? Yeah, this game was once again just... Night and day for Russell Wilson. I don't know what is going on with the Nathaniel Hackett-led offense because this was absolutely Russell Wilson in his element. They got the run game going. He didn't have to throw the ball a whole lot of times. And that allowed him to just play like he did. And we saw that a lot. Like PD mentioned with that pass to Jerry Judy, that was something we saw prime Russell Wilson do a lot. And that pass was beautiful. It was accurate. And I think that might just be a pro- product of letting Russell Wilson play the way he wants, play off the play action, kind of do his thing in in that sense. And one thing I was impressed with, and last with the last game, I said that maybe at this point in his career, he can't... Uh, deal he can't go go a game without having a lot of pressure and a lot of sacks but i felt like in this game compared a lot of his other games granted he still had two sacks but for him i feel like he took a lot less pressure in this game than normal he took less sacks than normal for sure and i think that was a big reason we saw the results he did, and one thing I've been emphasizing this whole season with him, he needs to be able to spread out the ball, and he did a good job of that in this game too. Uh, This is definitely a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel for uh Broncos fans and just Russell Wilson in general, because this game kind of showed to me that he still has, like, the Russell Wilson of old in him a little bit. Granted, he wasn't as accurate as prime Russell Wilson was would have been, and like we've said throughout the year, not nearly as athletic and elusive as he was back in his prime, but you could still see that he has that ability in him that almost no other quarterback in NFL history has to get out of the pocket and fit the ball in super tight windows downfield make a play happen out of nothing and even with that still be able to dissect defenses from the pocket play off that play action like no other these are still things he can do which Nathaniel Hackett simply didn't go into I don't know what it was uh but I wasn't necessarily impressed with them, but it was definitely a very, very nice building block to go off of for the next season. Now, granted, I do want to mention that the season was pretty much over for the Chargers. Even though they did start all of their players and were presumably playing to win, I did think they were playing a little bit uninspired given the fact that they didn't really have anything to play for in this game. But that's just my opinion even with that, this was still an impressive game for Russell Wilson. All
1: right. Before we jump into the breakdowns of the fit with the team and scheme, let's quickly speed run through Jared Stidham's games last year. Um, Jared Stidham got his first action against new Orleans with the Raiders. Um, when Derek Carr got benched, um, he was pretty average. Didn't really do much um, in terms of explosive plays or putting ball in harm's way. Um, In his first start against San Francisco when Derek Carr got benched for good, um, I thought he played okay. Had a couple of nice throws down the field. Both the interceptions, I didn't think they were his fault, but he does have a bad fumble there. And then in the game against Kansas City, um, really rough one. Puts the ball in harm's way a bunch of times with an ugly fumble. Um, Probably showed why he shouldn't be a starter, but uh, yeah, that's what I thought about Derek Stidham's games.
0: Yeah, honestly, not much more different to say. The one game I will comment on, though, was that Niners game he had. I don't know what got into him in that game, but he was absolute. He wasn't lights out necessarily, but he impressed me severely. A lot, a lot of big time throws. Him and Devontae Adams were absolutely on point. But I will say it seemed to be a product of... Teams just not expecting him, not necessarily having tape on him. I don't think long-term he is going to be an impressive quarterback. And him being a backup role is honestly, I think, the perfect spot for him.
1: Yeah, I think that if Russ plays like he did last year, Stidham could challenge for that spot with some decent development. But um, yeah, let's get into that with um, the team scheme and the range of outcomes. So um, in terms of the scheme fit, so there's a lot to discuss here with um, Sean Payton and Breeze, but I'll I'll kind of summarize it to the point where it's like, Sean Payton has shown to be one of the more adaptable play callers in NFL history. Um, he had Drew Breeze, who's like a cognitive savant and design, he designed more complicated intermediate passing type concepts um, and deep passing and short passing. There's just everything um, to where the defense wouldn't have any answers and they couldn't do that. Um, and they couldn't really have answers with Breeze because... He would be able to pick them apart and, and read any type of coverage. So, um, then he adapted his offense where he had Teddy Bridgewater, who is not a very uh, aggressive in terms of reading coverages type of deep uh, type of player. Um, he doesn't like to force the ball too much. Likes things schemed up for him, but will be able to execute plays in terms of taking the checkdown and not putting the ball in harm's way. So. Designed a successful offense there. And then again, with Jameis Winston, who's like the polar opposite of Teddy Bridgewater in terms of play style, just completely reckless in his years before he got to the Saints. And he turned him into more of like a more under control and a guy who could make plays out of structure type of guy um, with the way he designed offense with play action and low volume and and stuff like that. So I have immense trust in Sean Payton to construct a scheme to get Russell Wilson right. Um, And then in terms of the team um they kind of done a good job of improving the roster um in terms of the offensive line they've added beef at the guard spot with ben powers um and added mike McGlinchey, who is an okay player but um not the greatest and, but they do really need the depth um, at the offensive line so he should be a, an addition there they've also added marvin mims in the draft as a player i like um, really strong down the field threat um can maybe do some of this stuff with the ball tracking better than Jerry Judy does. Um, And I think that's what Sean Payton saw when they traded up for him. So um, interesting fit there. Um, So really with, with Russ um, quickly touching on like the outcome projection for him, it comes down to whether he's healthy and whether he's able to get his footwork and his ability to um, read these coverages and, and, and and probably properly assess where to go with the football better. Um, his footwork last year was was pretty awful he was it was very like lazy languid type of footwork and that kind of only works if you're able to um uh kind of accommodate for it with really strong uh arm talent in terms of velocity or anticipation um like we maybe see with someone like Bryce Young who has that kind of lazy drop back type style um he's able to overcome it with his anticipation and stuff like that so um Russ kind of has to really clean up his footwork and it becomes less of an issue when you run more of like a shorter drop pack type of thing, um, which comes from more under center stuff and and play action um, and only using that type of footwork when it's like off deep, deep play action, trying to take a shot down the field. Um, So if they kind of put him in a situation again where he's under center, operating off play action, not taking a high volume uh, of shotgun snaps, um, it'll do him a lot of good.
0: Yeah, uh, in terms of fit, I agree with a lot of what you said, especially that Sean Payton point, uh, because one thing I saw Sean Payton do that makes me think he can kind of revive Wilson's career here is Layden Breeze's career, where it was pretty clear that he didn't have the arm he did as uh the as prime Breeze, and even though he was never the most athletic guy in his later years, he was a lot more in athletic quite easily the least or one of the least athletic starting quarterbacks in the league and he was very very limited in what he could do and despite that Sean Payton was able to put together a very successful offense or maybe not very successful but solid offense with a very hindered Drew Brees and I don't think Russell Wilson at this age is nearly as hindered as Drew Brees was when he was nearing 40 and we saw obviously towards the end of the year with Russell Wilson that he can still make things happen uh and he still has a little bit of in a little bit in him and I agree that I think Sean Payton will definitely be able to kind of bring back what Russell Wilson is best at because I I think Nathaniel Hackett kind of tried to bring a little bit more of a progressive offense or maybe not necessarily progressive but something that russell wilson's not necessarily ready for because he dropped him back a lot more than he wanted to he didn't really let him play too much off the play action he didn't really let russell wilson get settled in with short passes and then let him kind of cook towards the end of the second half when he's got things going and can make plays on his own he just threw russell wilson into a situation where he wasn't comfortable, and I full, full completely trust Sean Payton to do the exact opposite. He's done a great job with multiple quarterbacks, as PD mentioned, putting them in a system where they will succeed, and one thing I do really like about uh, Sean Payton is he's always got a good run game, and with somebody as good as Javante Williams, who I think will probably progress into being a really good three-down back next year, if he can stay healthy, I think they have – the potential to be a very good run team next year and if Russell Wilson can play off of that and Sean Payton also runs a lot of under center which we both said is where Russell Wilson or Russell Wilson is at his most comfortable uh position and if Sean Payton does a lot of that I do think Russell Wilson can come back and get things together. And as far as the receiver room, I already touched on the running back room with Javante. I do think it's going to good thing. That's a good fit for Russell Wilson because he's a solid three down back. He can do power runs. He can also run it outside. You kind of need that variety with Russell Wilson because you're going to need a good run, run game. And I think Javante can provide that even though that, run uh that r- running back room might lack a little bit of depth uh and in terms of the receiver room I think it's going to be a lot better fit for Russell Wilson next year now that he's got a year to kind of gel with them we talked about the fact that he does best when he's got chemistry with his receivers and at this point he should he does not have the excuse of being in a new offense with new players anymore. Uh, And he's going to get a lot of his guys back this year. I know Tim Patrick either missed the entire season or a majority of last season uh, due to injury. He's going to get him back, hopefully a healthy KJ Hamler as well. And he's got his guys, Judy and Sutton, once again. I think Judy is really blossoming into a number one receiver. And honestly, he's got the route running abilities to really play that Doug Baldwin role that or or even a Tyler Lockett role that Russell Wilson thrives so much with. And I think he's got the IQ to kind of gel with Russell Wilson on those, you know, broken plays where Russell Wilson kind of runs around make things makes things happen. And he's got the ability, him and Cortland Sutton, to get open quick enough to where Russell Wilson can get rid of the ball. Because as we said, at this point in his career, maybe he wants to stray a little bit away from trying to do too much And having those guys definitely helps in that. Uh, The one thing I do have a little bit uh, question marks about is that offensive line. And they did, like you mentioned, make an emphasis to add pieces around him to play that, to uh, kind of strengthen that. Because you obviously don't want Russell Wilson running around too much getting injured. Uh, But with that being said, I do think this is definitely a better run blocking offensive line than it is a pass blocking offensive line. They have a lot of guys, in my opinion, who are like athletic and quick and can get downfield and block, but they necessarily don't have the strength to kind of hold a pocket, I feel like. And I think that could be a little bit of concern for Russell Wilson. As well as the fact, as we talked last year, he didn't seem to be on the same page with his offensive line. And bringing in a couple of new pieces, they're going to have to gel and gel with Russell Wilson. Uh, that could raise a couple of problems here and there, uh, but I'm not too concerned about it. It's just definitely a point to look at moving forward. And I think an underrated part of this team that's going to help him a lot is how good this defense is. Because when he was in Seattle, one thing that was a major point of emphasis throughout his time in Seattle, except for maybe the latter years a little bit, was how good that defense was. When Russell Wilson was at his best, that Seattle defense was really good. And we talked about Russell Wilson kind of wanting a style of play where he doesn't have to be a high lo- uh, a high volume passer drop back 35 to 40 times and really just throw team throw this team out of games consistently you really only want Russell Wilson to have to do that in like the playoffs or some situation like that you don't really want him to have to do that consistently and i think with this be- defense being as good as it is it puts russell wilson in a position where he can play at his highest level of comfort, which is, you know, maybe throw the ball 20 to 25 times in a very, uh, very, uh, very, very, very efficient manner, uh, not have to just be the high-volume, low-efficiency quarterback, which isn't his specialty.
1: Yeah, agree um, really with what you said there. Um, I do want to see some development from Judy in terms of that IQ thing that you were talking about. Um, yeah. He, he does, like, have moments of it towards the end of last year where um he's freeing himself up on scramble plays and stuff like that. But the thing I'm really trying to see is like him track the ball where he puts himself in a contested situation. That's kind of what I want to see more of. And then another thing that he could work to improve on is how quickly he gets open. Um, He he can create tons of space if he has a uh, a bunch of time to work, but um like he needs to start putting his athletic traits of like change of direction and change of speed into like refined route running type of thing. So there's potential there, but I want to see it to believe it. Um, so let's go into, our let's go into our intervals with Wilson um, and Stidham quickly. Um, how we think that they could play at their low end and high end. So lower end outcome for Russ, it looks like last year or maybe worse. Um, the zero percentile outcome. It's, it's very bad. He looks like a lower end backup type of thing. Um, and then if he does have some regression, but it's not as bad, like a 25th percentile outcome, he still looks like a backup, but it's more like a higher end to mid-level backup. Um, and then in terms of his median outcome, I think it would be higher than last year. Um, it, the situation has improved by so much, and the expectation would probably be less injuries than last year. So um, maybe more looking like a like a mid to slightly below average type of starter um, as the expectation. Um, but in terms of the high end outcomes, um, it's possible that he looks more like a strong starter at his 75th percentile outcome. And then if everything goes right and he's just completely back, um, to everything that he possibly can be, um, it's probably still not going to look like what he did at his best because I think he's actually lost some of the athleticism that he, that he used to have, but, um, I could see him looking like a pro bowler, um, in his very best outcomes under Sean Payton.
0: Yeah, uh, m- most of your range is is pretty much where I have him. I think last year he was honestly one of the worst starters in the league. Uh, given all of what we said about him, he was probably towards that like low twenties to early thirties range. But given all of what we said about the fit being better, Sean Payton almost guaranteed to create a better scheme around Russell Wilson than we've seen uh, from Nathaniel Hackett last year. Uh, I do think he's going to be somewhere in that early 20s range in his median outcome. Uh, I think he's probably going to be slightly below average, but he'll definitely be above that terrible range uh, in his average outcome. And if things go his way in terms of Sean Payton creates a scheme for him that's absolutely makes him look the best he can be at this point in his career, Uh, He has also lost a little bit of weight, so we could see maybe some of that athleticism obviously not return to prime Seattle uh, Russell Wilson, but with him being more of the shape we've seen Russell Wilson in, he could return to a little bit more of the mobility that we expect out of him, and with that and Sean Payton and a lot healthier offense for the Broncos, hopefully, I mean, obviously that's not something we can count on, but hopefully they're in a better shape than they were last year I could see him being an average to even above average just outside top 10 quarterback uh if at his best because if we're being honest coming into last season most people thought that Russell Wilson would end up being like in the top 10 or something like that uh given what he did in 2020 and prior and even in 2021 before he injured his hand and This was a good situation for him coming in. A lot of people thought this was going to be one of the better talent support systems he's had around him in his career. So if he really does return to a little bit of that mobility we saw in 2021 and prior uh, with him having lost weight in that and probably with the uh, one of the better situations he's been in, I think he could challenge for that. And worst case, I don't see him really being a backup level player. I think Russell Wilson's just way too talented, way too accurate for that. Uh, but I think worst case, he replicates what happened last year. Uh, the lo- the weight loss doesn't necessarily bring back the athleticism as we hoped, and he's just kind of still immobile, taking a lot of pressure in sacks, and that's gonna affect his accuracy, footwork, etc. And he just ends up being a uh, low 20s early 30s quarterback kind of like last year
1: yeah quickly for Jarrett Stidham um, his median outcome is something like an average backup um, higher end outcomes he looks like um, kind of a high end backup or maybe a low level starter um, if he gets playing time um, and Russell Wilson is looking like more like a low end outcome like I said um, he could end up being better than Russell Wilson um, and then in Jarrett Stidham's lower end outcomes he kind of Looks like more of the player he did against Kansas City, and it, that's just like a like a bad player, like a low end backup, third string type of thing. And yeah, it would it would be pretty rough in those outcomes.
0: Yeah, I'm probably a little bit lower on Stidham because I really don't see a world where he can challenge for that starting spot, even if Russell Wilson hits that low end outcome. Because to me, he's a mid to even below average backup. Uh, he just doesn't have enough experience for me overall, and in the short amount of times we have seen him, except apart from that one game in San Francisco, even including prior years, I wasn't particularly impressed with him. Low-end outcome, if he regresses massively, which I don't necessarily expect, but obviously it's a low-end. Uh, maybe he falls to like a high-end third-string quarterback, and at his best, I could see him being a above-average backup-level quarterback. Someone that, if Russ gets injured, which at this point is in his career is very, very much likely, uh, especially with his age and whatnot. At his best, I think he could maybe spell in a couple of those games that Russ may miss and keep the Broncos afloat, being at the top end backup. <laughs>
1: all right so that'll wrap up our episode for this one extra likely we're ready to do what you need to do um on whatever platform that you're listening on uh that'll be all for me that'll be all from potty we'll see you guys in the
0: next one peace yeah peace up have a good one yeah,